Last June, as protests around the country focused a spotlight on systemic racial injustice and the role of police in communities, Chancellor Andrew Martin announced that Washington University would reimagine campus safety. Now, more than eight months later, the university community has a sense of what reimagined campus safety looks like, as the University Public Safety Committee released its final report last Friday. I'm Associate Editor Matthew Friedman, and you're listening to Editor's Note, Student Life's weekly podcast breaking down our biggest stories with the reporters and editors who covered them. The Public Safety Committee was made up mainly of students and faculty members. Over eight meetings between October and January, the committee members heard from people in the community on topics ranging from different definitions of safety to the role that the Washington University Police Department currently plays on campus. I talked with Student Life Senior News Editors M. McPhee and Ted Moskal, who covered the committee's report this week, about what the report entailed. McPhee explained how the committee structured the report. At the beginning of the report, the committee set out the four objectives that they had when they started working. And first, they wanted to explore how different groups defined safety. Second, increase the transparency of existing safety services. Third, review the role of WPD and other campus security. And four, create a platform for getting feedback from members of the community as they move forward with these changes. The committee then moved to three recommendations for improving safety on the Danforth campus. First, the committee recommended that the university adjust the way it responds to mental health incidents. Then they moved on to recommend the creation of more opportunities for the administration to respond to community feedback regarding public safety, and finally suggested that the university improve public safety communications and outreach. Moscow observed how the issue of responses to mental health incidents is quite complicated. The people who are running the emergency call system at the Danforth campus. Currently, their policy is just to refer all mental health calls to WPD, and the report recommends that their training should be updated so they then make a decision about whether or not to involve WPD in these mental health calls. And ideally, they would then hire uh, crisis response workers. That's the second point of this recommendation to respond to mental health calls in place. And this would lead to the, the end result being WPD officers not being involved generally. Associate Vice Chancellor for Student Support and Wellness Kirk Dewar who served on the committee, explained to Moscow in an email that as the number of mental health-related calls on campus has increased, that responsibility has slowly drifted into WPD's domain. Dewar noted that WPD officers have much more training in mental health responses than they are required to have. But he also noted that the committee recognized the many benefits of shifting some responsibilities to licensed mental health providers. McPhee said the report lacked specificity particularly in relation to the mental health response recommendation. One of their potential recommended tactics for implementing that is to garner additional funding for WPD, which is something that I found interesting because that's quite contrary to a lot of what the conversation on campus has been, which has been shifting funding from WPD to mental health services. The report leaves kind of open-ended. It doesn't really recommend one way or the other whether additional funding should go to mental health services to respond to mental health incidents, 
or whether additional funding should go to WPD to better train officers to respond to mental health incidents. The open-ended nature of the recommendations gets at another important aspect of the report. The Public Safety Committee has no authority to put their ideas into place. The actual implementation of the recommendations will be up to the administration. Executive Vice Chancellor for Civic Affairs and Strategic Planning Hank Weber told McPhee that, in general, the administration was supportive of the report's recommendations. We've already started uh, to figure out you know, exactly how to respond and how to implement. Timing here is that over the next two to three weeks, we'll develop an implementation plan that will be affected clearly by responses to the report. We will then start implementation, and I would hope that we can implement all of these by next fall at the latest. As part of their work, the committee commissioned a survey of community members to ask about their definitions of safety and their experiences with the campus police. 1,427 respondents took the survey, and the data showed wide disparities. Whereas 68% of white respondents reported feeling comfortable or very comfortable in their interactions with WPD, that rate was only 50% for black respondents and 55% for Hispanic or Latino respondents. Feelings of comfort also differed based on gender identity, as 74% of men and 61% of women said they had felt comfortable with WPD, compared to just 15% of non-binary respondents and 17% of transgender respondents. Bisexual and gay or lesbian individuals were also much likelier to report feeling uncomfortable with WPD. McPhee asked Stephanie Kurtzman, the director of the Gephardt Institute and a co-chair of the Public Safety Committee, how she thought the report's recommendations addressed those issues. None of the three recommendations really directly address that problem, but how do you see them sort of working to fix that discrepancy? For me, I really see a lot of that falling in, well, not all the recommendations, but um, across recommendation three in particular, um, you know, that engagement with um, with key groups, whether those are first-year students, students living off campus, underrepresented students, such as the ones that you just described. And um, it is, it's clear that relationship building, um, something of a community policing uh, model, if you will, um, and, and building specific pipelines for relationship and for BD back loops, specifically with those populations that have had less positive experiences with policing in general or with the Washington Police Department. While negative experiences with police have long been at the core of student activism, the topic has come into greater focus over the last year, as some groups have called for everything from defunding and disarming WPD to complete abolition of the department altogether. How did those students respond to the Public Safety Committee's report? Among some students that I have talked to, there is a concern that no matter what official channel is created to house student concerns and to, in theory, listen to student concerns, that doesn't say anything about how the administration will respond to student concerns. And that doesn't necessarily say that there will be any increase in administrative response compared to what there has been over the last several months when students have been making their voices very clearly heard, even if through less official channels. Now, I'm sure there, there's a lot more that certain activists would be saying that WashU could be doing. And at the end of the day, this is probably isn't going to satisfy a lot of people pushing for Ruby abolition. But I think that's I think it's a step in a certain direction. 
did it seem like there was anything else that had been left out of this report? Or was there anything else that struck the two of you as something that they probably should have addressed, given the conversations that have been happening on campus that you were surprised to see left out? Yeah, so WPD has a significant presence in neighborhoods surrounding WashU's campus. And actually back in 2019, there was a different public safety commission that was also working on WPD and WashU's approach to public safety. Um, and while that was going on, um, members of the University City St. Louis community made it very clear that they did not want WPD to have an increased presence in their neighborhoods. That's obviously been an issue in the past. And I don't think that's something that's really covered much in the report at all. The report talks a lot about reaching out to students living in neighborhoods surrounding the campus, but not to non-students living in those neighborhoods. And it doesn't really address at all how the St. Louis community feels about UPD. Still, though there are disagreements about the committee's process and recommendations, Kurtzman remained optimistic about the ability of similar strategies to create change going forward. The other thing that really struck me was um, how much the campus community seemed to value the opportunity to be heard and to be asked. And I think that's a really important part of this process that should continue beyond this committee's work. Editor's Note will be back next week to break down another developing story. Freshman Kamala Madaretti edited this week's audio, and for Student Life Media, I'm Matthew Friedman.